Welcome back. Another side of faith podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed the previous show with sister anonymous. Cause we are back today. Uh, she's still hanging out with us. She's going to give us some more insight about her love after lockup love during lockup experience. Uh, thank you for checking us out. Rmaz.org. Uh, check us out. If you haven't been on the website, we have a lot of great things uh, going on at the ministry royalty ministries, community foundation, uh, just recently, um, we had a uh, autism awareness event um, where we were able to raise money uh, for a family in our ministry uh, who, who was participating in the uh, Autism Speaks um, fundraiser awareness event. Uh, so uh, we had a sponsor, uh, Hooters. If you're in the United States or international location that has a Hooters, Hooters sponsored us. So definitely patronize them uh, because they patronize autism. Uh, we had that going on, a lot of great workshops uh, for youth, uh, Monday Books for Babes. Uh, all these uh, events are virtual, uh, Books for Babes. Uh, Tuesday, we have Prayer Line. Wednesday is Health and Wellness. Thursday is Bible Study. Saturday is God is Not Homophobic, which is a new series that we uh, have been putting on to try to reach out to our LGBTQ. I can go on and on, but just check out the site, rmaz.org. Rock with us. Uh, check us out on social media. Enough of the plug. Sister Anonymous, how are you feeling for part two? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Uh, minister said he has his pop his popcorn. Minister, what kind of popcorn you got today? You got that cheese? What you got? Some jalapeno? What you what, got? What, that, what? Uh, that damn Harkins popcorn, but they didn't oh, put enough the, butter on it. They didn't put enough butter on it. Oh no, man, hey, brother, hey, brother, you're gonna have to go to go go over to Fry's or Walmart and get you some of that uh, pour on butter like they got at Harkins and just have it in your cabinet. I got some downstairs. You got some? <laughs> I'm about to swing by. I'm about to swing by because this 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 part two sounds like it's gonna be good. Hold on, let me make sure. That's right. Hit, put it. Get your microwave going. <laughs> your popper. With some people, you may still have the old school popper. Whatever you whatever it is you like to do. All right, uh, Sister Anonymous. So let's get back into this. So uh, just give us a quick refresh. So you uh, re- you rekindled reconnected with a gentleman who you had known previous to. Uh, his incarceration, but you connected with the gentleman during this incarceration. And then what happened from there? And you can kind of pick the story up. So what happened from there is he um, he ended up getting approved for interstate compact. You have to pay for that. And so that was paid for interstate compact, which means since he's from Arizona and he said, you know, oh, my family's out here. I don't have any family and PA. They approved him to come back out here. Well, once he got back out here, everything was good. And then I would say maybe weeks later, I started getting letters in the mail from this young lady and saying that I broke up a happy home, a happy family. They were supposed to be getting married. And I didn't know about this young lady. And so I would call. She left her number. She said to call me. And I called the lady from my number and the lady would never answer me. So I'm like, okay, hmm. She wrote my house 
And then now when I say to call, so I'm te- calling her and texting her like, hey, let's just meet up and have a conversation. She didn't want to meet up with me. She didn't want to answer my phone call. She didn't want to do none of that. So what I did was I'm going to use one of my friend's phones and call from a different number. True hood move. As soon as I called from a different number, she picked up and she said, hello. And I was like, oh, my name is, I told her my name. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you. we've been together for six years and you broke up a happy home and he was staying with me prior to him, I guess, all this time, I guess they were together on and off. So then I was just like, and what is your point? Like, I didn't know nothing about you. I didn't even know that you even had Damn, a relationship with I didn't even know that you even had a relationship <laughs> with him, you know? So I'm not breaking up a happy home because I didn't know about you. So then, um, so then I was just like, I just left it alone. So then she's like, um, she didn't want to meet up. I was like, well, let's just meet up and talk about it. And I, and she didn't want to meet up, I guess, because she has some type of disability. So he was pretty oh, much oh, dealing that's... with her for, for her disability checks to help him oh. while he was locked up. So um, comes to find out, but I just was like, well, I didn't know nothing about you. So I guess prior before he was dealing with another girl, prior to that, I guess he was putting his hands on her. So once he had got with me, he didn't put his hands on me. And I guess she felt some type of way because he would treat me good. He didn't put his hands on me or none of that. He actually treated me very well. He would buy me stuff and everything, like take me to dinner and everything that a gentleman should do. And so these women were just upset about that because they're like, what? He didn't put his hands on her. What is going on here? He's not doing the things that he did to us, to you. So it was just like they were wowed at it. So then out here, he got into some more trouble again. After he got like months later or whatever, he got the interstate compact. So then he got locked up and within a couple of days, he was shipped back to PA. <laughs> wow. Once he Sheesh. got shipped back again, of course, they held him out here for a while because it takes a while for them to transport him back. And instead of wasting our, I don't know why they just didn't keep him out here, but every time he would just keep getting ported back there. He would come back here on the run and stay gone for months on the run. And we're thinking he's still within the interstate compact, but he's not. He's on the run. So you're engaging with him, not knowing he's on the run? when he's Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. So th- so was there a point where you found out and, and then like you, he's all right, I'm on the run. And he went and he went back and then you let him come back again when he was on the run again. Was it like that or? No, I never knew he was on the run because so not, we had no. the interstate compact. So I'm thinking, okay, with the interstate compact, that should still, you know, I got be you. good and right. you know hold up. But it wasn't. <laughs> wow! Once he messed up the interstate interstate compact. It maxed itself out. It's not in void. Okay. But at the time, I didn't know that. <laughs> Okay, so so let me let me let me back up for a second. Let me ask you a probing question, and then brothers, be ready because I'm gonna let y'all come in and do what y'all do. So, 
and and it, again, we don't need details. It's just more so of an overview. So as you guys were dating, was it more of just letters back and forth? Because you said the young lady wrote you. So I, I would imagine that she found a letter or, or what kind of community was it mostly just phone or just how what kind of communication that you guys had as you were as you were building a, did you have as you were building a relationship we would talk on the phone and also we would write back and forth okay okay and so did you did you ever uh, get to do any visiting at all no because he was in pa He's just always away okay mm-hmm. he was always away Okay. All right, brothers. Let me let me go ahead and bring you in and, and uh, let you add some value here. Man, man, man. Incarcerating relationships. Those are interesting. The times I was incarcerated, I was already in a relationship. So it really like it wouldn't like it started when I was incarcerated. I was already in a relationship for like years and I got incarcerated. So Again, they're very interesting, Sister Anonymous. They're very interesting indeed. Minister Jamal. Sister Anonymous. <clears throat> he almost made me choke on my popcorn seed. <laughs> Talk about that brother. <laughs> was just showing back, was on the run. Uh shoot. Um, so he 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 on the run doing his thing. You don't know. Then he got all these other women. Now, how did you find out about all the other women? Were they also writing you? Were they coming to holler at you? How did you find out about the rest of these these uh, these jealous heifers? Because they wrote one of them wrote my address to my house and and told me to call her with her phone number. She left me her phone number. The so other one, a- yeah, the other one he dated before, and she would send me a message through me- on Facebook. Oh wow! Okay, so they was just they was mad. Facebook in love with, right, 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 right. Facebook thugging and 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 then thugging through the post office. Yeah, and actually the one the one <laughs> actually the one young lady was actually his mother's best friend's stepdaughter that he dated. Damn. <laughs> Okay, okay. He he was just out doing his doing his thing. Now the woman with the disability, which she should be careful. After you told her, look, I hadn't, I didn't know what was going on. Or I thought he was he was single and he been with me. How did she respond to that? Did she get more upset or did she go on about her business? No, she would still continue to call me, get upset and mad, and said that. She's upset because he pretty much sold her a dream and she believed it. I got a question, Sister Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Did any of this come to you as red flags? Because I'm real big on red flags. And after the first letter from the lady with disability, that is what we call in the coaching counseling arena as a red flag. Did you take it as a red flag or you just took it as whatever? No, I definitely took it as a red flag and confronted him about it. Like, why is she writing me? Why is she calling me? I went to him first and asked uh, him. And he okay, just now, like, my question is for that. Did he give you one of those BS and qu- answers? Oh, of course you know, he did. Oh, okay, <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay. So, 
So he takes back off. So what was the final straw? Like, what, what, how, how did we get to the conclusion? And so you said he's being shipped back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. At what point did you say, I don't, I don't care if you're coming back next time. I'm, I'm stopping here. So pretty much I, we were supposed to get married. The time really? I, that she had wrote me, <laughs> I had got my wedding dress and everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so we were supposed to get married and, like the following year, the following year we we're supposed to get married. I bought my wedding dress and everything. I got I got my ring and everything. And so what pretty much did the final straw was um I would say that when I found when I, I had the code to his phone and when I have he tried to lock it or whatever, but I had remember the code, the pen. So I just was like, something wasn't right in my heart. So I was like, hmm, that, I mean, I'm not normally going through phones, but something just told me his phone is open, it's ringing, open it and look at it. So what he would do is he would message the first young lady, which is the mother's best friend's daughter. He would message her and tell her that he didn't love me. And I got hold of that message and so he put it to where I was just doing out of anger because you made me look bad in front of your family that's what he said because I told him look this is what you're gonna do if you're gonna marry me this is what's gonna happen and he didn't want to he didn't want to do that he got upset he felt like I embarrassed him okay dang did you keep the ring uh, no, I don't have it no more. Oh, I would have <laughs> sold that damn thing. You should have kept that rank. I don't, even, I don't even know what happened to it. Yeah. We could be pounding that right now. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even got it no more. I let that thing go somewhere. I don't know where it's at. Hey, real quick. I got a stat. You know, I'm, we're, 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 we're big on facts. Mm-hmm. And it says... The longer an inmate is in prison, the more likely a marriage or long-time relationship will fail. Now, this is a stat from 2014. Mm-hmm. It says one uh, one study found that each year of incarceration increases the odds of the in, of that inmate inmate's marriage or and or long-term relationship will end in divorce or separation. Now that percentage is this is back in 2014. That percentage was at 32%. Now, over this eight-year span, things in the world have gotten worse. So we could double that right now to 60, was that 64%? And actually, it's probably more in the in low 70%. And that's just a stat for anybody that is listening and male or female, because you no know, women go to go to prison as well. There's a at least at the least 70 percent chance that your relationship will not last after that inmate is released. I think we should do we should talk about why that is. The different the different aspects that that play a role into that. I think we should go into detail at some point on why that is. New episode. episode. We yeah. also need to do an episode on why the church girls are just as bad as the girls that go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I think so. Y'all, I think, y'all can interview me on that one. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll make the we'll make those some of these follow ups here. So I, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking this is feeling good now. Okay, so we're towards the end. So I'm thinking now we're at that point where uh, we can kind of ref- uh, uh, Sister Anonymous have you reflect over, uh, you know, just kind of the whole span of the relationship, and then just provide, uh, just maybe your. If we got any old school people listening to us, y'all remember Jerry's thoughts back in the day on Jerry Sprinker? Like we need your thoughts at the at the end of the show about how you feel um, uh, about. Just this whole experience, would you recommend that people do it? Do you think it's possible to win? Brother Addis just threw some stats out there. Addis, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So just kind of give us some tips. And then, brothers, uh, again, I want you guys to come in here. This is where you shine and, and do your counseling and your ministry thing. And, and, and let's let's go ahead and bring this home. So we're going to go ahead and add a few minutes. Normally, we try to stay around that 15-minute mark. But I think we can go ahead and safely bring this one home. So we it, it may be a little bit. Uh, more extended, uh, but I think that's how we should bring it home. And uh, another thing, audience, these reactions that you're hearing from us when you hear us like, ooh, wow, uh, we've never talked to Sister Anonymous about this before. So we're learning just like you're learning right here live as, as, as we're recording this. So all this stuff is super genuine. So Sister Anonymous, let me pass it back over to you. So let's just let's let's go ahead and get that wrap up started. So I would say with my thing is, like I said, with the marriage goes, my dad and them was like, nope. He's not for you. Me as a woman, I cried because I felt like I wasted so much time and energy into this relationship for it to just be thrown away. But I knew my dad said something and it's not, you know, it's not a go. Um, So long story short, he ended up getting married to somebody else. Now, fast forward to now, he ended up getting married to somebody else. And even during the time, you know, he would try to reach out. And I'm like, you got a wife, you know. But the thing about it is he didn't tell me he was getting married. I had to find out through a family member that he was getting married because he he still was holding on to me, trying to think like we still had a chance together. Um, And then the wife would be upset because my name is tattooed on him. So she felt some type of way about that. I would have, even after we broke up years later, I would have girls just randomly call my phone, playing on my phone. And just, it was just too much drama and mess. So my ending, what I would recommend to really show self-love, love yourself. Don't put in too much into the relationship um, unless you really, really, because actually prison changes a person. Sometimes it can You know, it's not always comes out to be a bad thing, but it changes them a lot. So more than likely when they do come out, they're going to be a changed person. Some change for the good, some change for the bad. It just all depends on the person. But he's back in there now. So. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) To to interject real quick, prison Uh don't change people. All prison does is bring out that inner spirit in them. So. The way he acted, especially his attitude towards women, that's right. how he was before. That's right. how he was during. That's how he is now. Right. So, um, yeah. So, uh, fellas, from a from a coaching standpoint, from a ministry standpoint, what would you guys like to add of, of just this overall this overall story that unfolded in front of us? Uh, I'm proud of you, Sister Anonymous. I'm proud of you. The fact that you went through what you went through, you didn't get lost in the sauce, so to speak. 
And when your father spoke up, no, that's not the man for you. You actually took it outside of your disappointment and crying. You see what your father seen. Yeah. And I give you a big salute. You can't see me now. You'll see me Sunday, (laughs) but a big salute for that. Because a lot of women don't see things from others' perspective. That's right. I agree, Minister Jamal. What are your thoughts? Um, I think Min, um, Sister Anonymous said it perfect. Uh, she said, love yourself. Um, you got to love yourself. You got to value yourself. Um, <laughs> not everything that feels good is good for you. Uh, and Sister Anonymous is a beautiful young lady. Um, I love her. She's single now. So if you want to come into ministry and holler at her, go ahead. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta pass me Jack and Addis first because we're gonna pass you, you go. down. We're gonna pass you down. So if you're gonna hey, come, hey, you better come better right. Have it together. Y'all better, better have, have it together. together. That's my little we, sister. Right. We're not gonna play that. We're not gonna play have it together. Even the old boy, if he, if he want to come back, it, it would behoove you to stay where you are, my brother. But uh, 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 he, he got to do not enter sign. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I, I agree with her. Love yourself. Value yourself. Know your value. A lot of us, when uh, especially my beautiful queens, when, when they get hurt, they seek the wrong things to fill that pain and that void. And it just makes things worse. But I, I thank God that the sister anonymous said, this ain't for me. Um, and not sister anonymous. Um, you, you can be a testimony for other Amen. women. You can be a, 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 a blessing to other women. And remember Amen. the Bible says all things work for your good. You learned a lot of things. There's a lot of good that came as, as nasty and ugly as that situation was. There's a lot of good that has come out of that. And one thing I've noticed is the love and the confidence that you have for yourself now. Cause now sister anomalous, I was talking to her the other day. I was, I was naming off some dude. She said, no, too much drama. No, his hair nappy. No, too much drama. No, he got too many kids. She ain't just taking anything now. So I think that's good. It's it's okay to be alone and wait for your blessing. Amen. Actually, Amen. Sister Anonymous kind of unlocked her inside her little inner gangster during this whole process. <laughs> so as and, and just to let the audience know, Sister Anonymous is one of the nicest, the most kindest, sweetest people yes. on the planet. Yes. <laughs> But yes, this situation kind of unlocked a gangster. So y'all, oh, she was talking mad, John. She was talking mad, John. I, 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 I hope that woman wasn't in a wheelchair because she was gonna get Molly whopped. She didn't know what she was getting into. Hey, that's gonna Shoot. be one of the ones get pushed down the hill. Okay, <laughs> Sister Nominus said, "Don't you come to my door no more." <laughs> Stop right. You gonna be crawling on that floor? Y'all about mm-hmm. the business? Y'all keep messing with me. Yes. Right about that. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Missed out on a blessing. All seriousness, yes, he, he missed out on a blessing. Yes, He's he never did. gonna find anything as 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 loving and kind and as beautiful as Sister Anonymous. So that's why he continues to reach out to her because he knows the best thing in his life is now gone, and someone else will get to hold that hand and walk her down the aisle, and I get to do her wedding. Yay! <laughs> it's one thing. Oh yeah. And on top of that. Sister Anonymous, you gotta you gotta come through my uh, counseling session with your with with your new man for uh, okay. before 
minister could do that uh, wedding. But I did okay. one thing that's crossed my mind though, real quick. He was supposed to marry you. Y'all broke up. He almost immediately married another woman. How many women did this man propose to while he was incarcerated? <laughs> Goodness. And then the, the, uh, the, the lady with the disability talking about we were supposed to get married too. It was probably about six women. Oh, but good Lord. Mine was actually, he, he gave the ring to who was me. Well, he's married to somebody else now. He married yeah. um, a Caucasian lady. Oh, somebody that can handle that B, that BS. All right. Yeah. Uh, can we tell her? Well, I hope you listening. Once you go black, you never go back, whoever you are. Yeah. Okay. That is not a myth. That is reality. I believe it's in James 2 and 12. I'm looking, I'm going to look for it right now. So may God be with her. Um, but no, Sister Anonymous, you did, you did awesome. That is really, 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 really good um, for you to just say, you know what? I'm not going to continue to put up with this anymore. So that's, that's, that's awesome. So very proud of you. We love you. Amen. So, so gentlemen, uh, as, as brother Addis just mentioned, uh, counseling services. So we have a variety of different professional services. Yes. We're going into a plug as we close the show. Uh, we have a lot of professional services here at RMC, uh, RMCF, RMAZ.org. Check us out. Counseling. Uh, our minister Jamal is a, a wedding officiant. He can, uh, uh, being your wedding official for your wedding. Hey, oh, he can do it virtually if you're out the country. You know, we can make it happen. Uh, we have graphic design, uh, a lot of great stuff. At, uh, that's through our first lady. Uh, shout out to COO. Uh, we have business workshops, business classes. Again, just check us out, rmaz.org. Uh, so, gentlemen, before we leave here, uh, let's close this way. And I want you guys to both shine in your respective way. So, we just heard the story from Sister Anonymous. Again, Sister Anonymous, thank you for uh, sharing that story with us. So if Sister Anonymous and uh, Brother Addis will go with the life coaching for you and uh, uh, Minister Jamal uh, uh, will go with the uh, uh, engagement because there was a, a point when Sister Anonymous was engaged uh, and whatever other point you guys pick out in the story. So just collectively, if Sister Alana came to you in those three phases of, of the relationship prior, um, you know, prior to dating the young, the young man and saying, hey, I'm thinking about getting into this. Uh, you know, do you think this is a good idea as, as my life coach and then minister as, as my minister? Then you get midway through. She comes back. I'm dating this this, this guy and, and you know, it's, we're going to get married now. What do you think? All right. And again, you guys are, are going to coach Sister Anonymous through this. And then finally, she decides to end it. So just briefly, again, we don't have to do anything extended. We're just uh, Brother Addis, we'll start with you as a life coach. How would you have coached uh, Sister Anonymous through this? Um, first things first, I would want to know how did they meet? Uh, how did the relationship start? Oh, okay. He's in prison. Okay. Then I'm going to want to probe him a little bit more. Uh, cause it's, it's, it's all about habits. So is this a habit that you, whatever, whatever you did to get yourself incarcerated, is this a habit to where you're going to come out and sell drugs or rob people, whatever, whatever got yourself incarcerated? Because, again, that affects Sister Anonymous. That affects any children that are involved, or are involved, whether it's they both have children or she has children, he has children, and they're trying to do the let's make a nice, big, happy family. All of that stuff's affecting everyone around them. Then I'm going to want to know 
not necessarily the seriousness because the habits will tell me what I need to know. And in closing, I would get with minister to either okay the wedding or they need more counseling or or they just need to call it quits or just date or whatever. Well, that is a wonderful setup for Minister Jamal Minister. Um, I would find out what the red flags are and I would tell uh, Sister Anonymous they are red and not white for a reason. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's what I would say. Um, and like I said, a lot of my beautiful ladies, um, I would I would have them recognize that it's okay to be alone. You don't have to be. Some of our ladies, you're too thirsty. Relax. Okay? The guy mm. that God has for you is around the corner, but he can't take you on a date because you stuck with someone that you're not supposed to be with. So that that would be my main thing. I, I would ask Sister Anonymous, I, do you feel like you're too thirsty? Are, are you are you just putting yourself in this because you just want to be in something because you just want to say you were in a relationship or do you think this is the best for you? Because again, everything that feels good is not good. And like Brother Addis said, if it's a red flag, it is really is red for a reason. Don't try to change the color. It's <laughs> recognize, okay, this could be a problem, if not now, but down the line. Hey, what you said is a little bit off. The uh, little champagne red, so that's right. not all the way red. Right, right. <laughs> they, they, they try to act like, oh, that ain't red, that's purple. No, that's red. The brother got some issues. <laughs> Brother got some issues. So just, 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 you know, you know, every, everybody just got to be careful with that type of relationships they put themselves in because you can get in the wrong relationship and lose your life. So you have to be very, very, very careful that use knowledge, pray on it, pray on it. If it's for you, God will bless you. And then a lot of times stop settling. God ain't going to give you something that's not going to make you better, that's not going to love you and not going to make you feel precious. Why would God give you a man that don't treat you the way he treats you? Amen. Doesn't make any sense to me. I do remember you saying one thing, oh, he he, he did me good, he bought me this, he bought me that, but in all actuality, he was not doing you good because he had all these other women. Right. So, yeah, in face, he was doing you good. Right. But right on his phone, in his pocket, he was not doing you good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Again, like Minister said, you got to pay attention to those red flags. I've had a client tell me. I've had another person tell me, I don't give a damn about no red flags. And I'm looking like, wow, you asking for pain. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> give them both a thumbs up and Kept on going. My brothers, thank you uh, for your excellent advice and, and synopsis of the situation. Uh, Sister Anonymous, let me ask you this. So, uh, had you had the advice from uh, what you just heard from these two gentlemen, you know, and this is just going back, uh, we're going back to the future. How, do you think that would have been, that would have positively affected uh, the outcome, if it would have changed the outcome, or, or you know, in any way? Absolutely. Say no questions asked. No change everything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, most def. All right, we can go ahead and wrap this. So uh, we we appreciate you coming on and and sharing uh, 
the story uh, with us. Uh, hopefully, somebody in the audience learns something from this and, and gets some insight. Uh, if you're involved in, in, in a, a situation where you're dating an inmate and you need some counseling or some advice, again, we have services. Uh, we can get you in contact with Sister Anonymous. Uh, Sister, now, Sister Anonymous may have her, her own fee. You know, that has nothing to do with what we're doing, but we can throw you the layout. We don't know. Uh, but definitely reach out to us, info at rmaz.org with your feedback. We'd love to hear about it. Check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're in all those places. Hope you enjoyed yourself, and we'll see you next time. Sister Anonymous, I want you on more shows. <laughs> Sister Anonymous, it takes a lot of courage to do what you did to get on here. Yeah. You're going to inspire a lot of women. We'd love to have you back on. <laughs> <laughs>